Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. And today I want to talk about the future because I was going to the bathroom this morning and that's generally when I tech uh, my messages and whatnot. And somebody had actually sent me a message asking me if I had seen uh, what was going on with Alex Hutchinson, uh, one of the developers at one of the studios over at Stadia. And Alex had tweeted that he believes that streamers should be paying license fees to uh, the developers in order to be able to stream their games. And so this one person was messaging me, asking my opinion about it and what I thought in the future things are gonna be like. And so I don't wanna get into that at the moment, uh, that particular issue at the moment, but um, I wanna talk about the future and prognosticating and, and coming up with you know what we all think is gonna happen here real soon. And I, I like this topic because I get asked all the time, what do you think, the, where do you think the gaming industry is gonna go in the next five years? And I've asked people that myself. I've, I've been on other, you know, even business shows, they ask, where do you think the gaming industry is going to go? And it's, it's really funny because I don't think anybody has an answer. Like me personally, um, you know, whenever anybody asks me, oh, what are you going to do in a couple of years or a few years from now? Um, my personal opinion is that I don't know what I'm going to be doing literally five minutes from now. Like, honestly, I don't know in what capacity I'm going to be engaged. I don't know what room in my house I'm going to be in. I don't know if I'm even going to be in my house in five minutes. Like you never really, really know what's happening. And because of that, we just generally, like, how am I supposed to predict where I'm going to be five years, you know, even one year from now, where am I going to be exactly? Like, uh, we just had our one year anniversary here at the Gamerpreneur. And if you would ask me how many followers would you had, I'm like, I, I use some number. I would not have known because I wouldn't have known when I was first starting, like what thing was going to be the thing to stick, which tactic was the tactic that was going to work. And so I tried a whole bunch of different tactics over that year. I was on every single social media platform. Um, in fact, I didn't really even touch Facebook until I had been doing this for like six months. And so, um, and that's where I'm, I'm big at. I, I have 66,000 followers at the moment on Facebook and everything else is like, um, you know, LinkedIn, I have almost 2000, but everything else is sub 1000. And that's largely because of, you know, my audience just happens to be on Facebook. I'm able to advertise really easily on Facebook. Like it turned out Facebook was the best platform for the strategies that I was using in order to grow and the tactics that I was using, but I would never have known Facebook would have been the one when I was first starting out a year ago, I would have told you Twitter because I was on Twitter, um, like it was a brand new project for me back then. I was on Twitter like four or five hours a day, just messaging people, liking comments. And like, I was growing really fast. I was growing something like 10, 20, 30, 40 people a day on Twitter really, really fast in a very short succession of, of time and or a short period of time. And what ended up happening was like it very quickly dried up. Like Twitter thought I was botting or something because I was chatting too much and I was engaging too much. And so they peeled me back and like I wasn't able to grow as quick. I'm like, ah, while well, I'm, I'm on this like hiatus on Twitter, let me go over to like Instagram. I started growing Instagram and, you know, Instagram has just kind of done its own thing for me over the past year. Um, I tried TikTok. TikTok was really hit or miss. That was, I, I didn't even do gaming content. I was doing um, dad jokes because I um, very quickly realized like my target demographic, the people who were like actually engaging with my content on TikTok were 12 year old girls. And I had my daughter in my lap and I was doing dad jokes. So like I was getting tons of engagement, but not fantastic. Um, but it was Facebook that stuck. So where, like, how would have I had known like that? Cause it wasn't until six months later that I actually really started there. So how, how can anybody really 
predict the future? How can you, with any degree of certainty, say like, this is what is going to happen? Now, I want to let you know that's kind of a rhetorical question because um, as a business coach, um, having worked with clients and when, especially when I was a consulting, um, like having to predict the future was like the basis of getting people money from investors. Like I had to be able to say with some extreme amount of clarity, how many products I was going to be able to sell per month, you know, how, what exactly my customer acquisition rate was going to be. I had to like, I had to know all of this information well in advance before the investor would have ever been interested in the companies that I was working with. So it's kind of a two-edged sword. We're sitting here trying to prognosticate what the future is going to be like in the gaming industry, in esports, in streaming. Like, and nobody really knows because at any moment, a publisher or developer can just decide that they just don't want their game touched anymore by streamers. Like, it, it could happen. Like Alex Hutchinson, like he he may have been right. Like, we may end up seeing licensing fees coming to the game industry. And oh, don't worry. At this very moment, I could assure you that every single developer and publisher and, and studio out there is all like, no, 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 we wouldn't do that. I would never cross our heart, hope to die, never do it. But give it a couple of years. I mean, there's already how many millions of content creators out there all playing these different games and creating content on these different games. And at some point, I mean, if the developers aren't seeing the sales numbers coming from the streamers and, and these, quote, influencers... I mean, what's the point of letting them just broadcast your game all over the internet without, you know, making somebody else purchase it, right? Like in me as I, I don't really, I don't stream at the moment and, but I do consume a lot of video game content. I watch a lot of VODs, VODs on, on uh, YouTube. I do watch streamers, plenty of streamers. I watch esports, and at some point, like, right, the developers are going to want me to actually buy the game. Cause they're not making money by me watching somebody else play the game. But like, like I said, I don't really want to get too much into that, but I'm simply saying just because right now everybody's like, Oh no, 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 no. We would never do that. Doesn't mean two, three, five years from now, they're not going to take a look at this, the situation, look at their income and outflow expenses and go, you know what? We really need to make a change. Let's do this one thing. And I, you know, just like Apple removing the, the headphone jack port off of their phones, you know, and then all of a sudden, like everybody else seeming to do it too. You never know. It, it all, it only really takes one AAA developer to come in and bam, it's, it's done. So don't, don't assume that you know what's going to happen. Don't assume that you, you understand where the future lies because we don't, nobody knows any of this. We have no idea what's really going to happen in the future. And we don't really know what's going to work until we try. We don't know what doesn't work until we try. So you have to be willing to take chances and make mistakes and get messy, as Miss Frizzle would say back in the Magic School Bus. You have to be willing to take those risks. If you're not taking risks, you're not really attempting anything new. And without more attempts and, and you know, any attempts really, then where are you expecting to get in life? You know, you're just, if you're just expecting to get the same thing you always got, you eventually that pool runs dry, right? You have to always have constant new sources of, of flow coming to you. And that means, you know, when new social media platforms come out, you got to be there. You got to try them. When um, new uh, methods of making money come out, you've got to try them. Maybe there's a new competitor to Patreon pops up. Hey, it doesn't hurt to throw your stuff over there as well, right? Like just because you have a Patreon and an OnlyFans, you know, and a new platform pops up, you know, throw yourself on there too. Just like 
there may be new audience members for you there that you haven't expected yet, or it may be an easier platform than to pay on or something. And that may make you more money. You never know what is the right course of action until you try. And once you try, then the future is no longer a mystery because you now have data to be able to make further determinations off of, right? So the future, right? It's this big, scary, mysterious thing. And until we realize that you, you just don't know, you, you literally do not know what the future holds. You know, once you make that realization, that is when your life will really change because, you know, you have to, to pull back from thinking too far in the future, start looking more at your present, start looking at what's in front of you, looking at what you're doing right now. Is it the right thing? Are you, are you getting the kinds of results you want? If not, stop worrying about the future, worry about right now. What can you change right now? Because that will make a better future for you. All right. That's what I want to talk about today. That's what I got. Like I, um, I definitely don't want to give my actual opinion on what Alex said because that, that was, oh man, like people went after him. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to remind you all, organization is the enemy of sloth. You have no future unless you are organized now. You do not have any way of determining what your future will be like unless you know where you are at right now. You have to understand every variable. You know, um, in the business world, it's called KPIs, key performance indicators. What are your KPIs? Do you have any? If not, you need to start creating some, figure out what those would be, and then start measuring them. Is it number of followers every day? Is it average number of viewers every day? Is it you know stream time? Like what, what are your metrics that you are trying to improve on? And then start tracking those. And what you're going to realize is as you start to track these numbers, you're going to figure out where you're deficient. And once you figure that out, it's, it's not too hard to figure out how to change those things, how to improve upon them, how to iterate, how to take those risks, like I said. And once you're taking the risks, you're going to start figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Um, keynote, you're, you're going to figure out what doesn't work much faster than you're going to figure out what works because there's so many options out there. There's tons and tons of different options and strategies and tactics and tools and things that you can use. And you'll try this one and it didn't work. You try this one, it didn't work. You try this one, it didn't work. And then maybe you go back to the first one again, but you try it in a slightly different way. But now this time, this one works, you know, a little bit like, you know, just because something didn't work doesn't mean it's never going to work. It's just, you may have used it wrong. You may not have had the proper insights the first time, but it requires you to be organized and understand what you're doing and track that data. You have to treat your life like a business. You have to understand what your numbers are, what's coming in, what's going out. And, you know, most people don't have any idea what their budget is like their, their household budget, they have an income, right? And they, they just kind of go and buy stuff and they're like, oh, this would be cool. I think I can afford one game or two games this week or this month. Maybe I need to get a controller too. And like, they don't actually like balance themselves. Like how, when was the last time you saw somebody actually balance a checkbook? Um, and if you are one of those people out there, rock on, that, that's righteous, all right? But like, seriously, you have to be more organized if you want to see growth in your life. All right, that's what I got for you all today. Thank you all so much. And on that note, don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.